Um, good. Our time today is going to be focused on Acts chapter 6 and verse 4. I'm not going to read the whole paragraph. I'm just going to comment on it. But I want to, as I, if you were on earlier today, um, at least at the very beginning stages, I mentioned I'm going to do something that I used to do as a youth pastor. But it's going to be, obviously, it's not fully possible. But we used to have what we, once a month, once a month in our youth meetings, we had what we called fireside chats fireside chats and uh, i had a a display of electric fireplace logs that um i don't know what the purpose of them i mean they they weren't pretty enough to put in a fireplace but they were they were they they resembled logs that were kind of sort of glowing and and i pulled them out in the middle of the of the youth group and we probably had at that time we probably had i don't know 60 70 kids in the youth group and and uh, we we all gather around the the fireside, and then I would mention a text of scripture, and then we would just discuss it. There were no right or wrong answers. Sometimes the applications were a little skewed, but uh, we really, I mean, some of some down through the years, some of the the teens would say we got our hearts engaged more during fireside chats than any other time. Even some of the youth activities we had, and so um, I don't have a screen to show you with fire on it or anything but um i'm going to read this text and then i'm going to just open my heart to you and then the fireside chat is if you have any comments um this is a little bit dangerous this is really dangerous actually but um if you have any comments i would like to encourage you to make one comment maybe even one sentence (laughs) uh if you have a comment before you pray you're going to pray something and you have a comment regarding the fireside chat or you have a a what if or here's a thought or something like that i don't want it to get caught up on this but or if you want to just email me or or put something in the chat that's fine but i love to have interaction that's what i'm after i'm i'm after, I'm after your thoughts not just my thoughts so acts chapter 6 and verse 4 says this but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. We will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And you know the history, probably at least the context before this, is widows were being neglected. Therefore, what we refer to often now as deacons or servants were chosen to to do the uh, the service work to the of the church so that the apostle said we can give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word and before we go further in our fireside chat let's have a time of prayer and then um we'll just uh ask god's blessing so father as we do look into your word today we thank you that it's the word of god thank you that there's a personal word it is a divine word it is your love letter to us your instruction letter to us it's the word of god and we thank you that your holy spirit attends your word to our hearts and teaches us and so we'd ask for that today as we look at this text and then as we pray in jesus name amen amen so 
This is part of the uh, informal side of this um, comment, and that is we can tell, or at least I can tell, that my wife and I are getting older. Primarily, my wife is getting older um, because she has developed an interest in birds and watching birds. And that has always been a division of old people to me. Only old people watch birds. Um, Now, I have known some young people that enjoy birds. But it's just been one of those things that uh, I didn't want to get old because I didn't want to become a bird watcher. So, and if that's offensive to you, I do apologize. But we now have, and I'm in my backyard, we now have one, two, three, four, five bird feeders in our backyard um, so that my wife and my mother-in-law can watch birds. But there's a problem with bird feeders. And it has nothing to do with birds. It has everything to do with squirrels. So squirrels come for the bird feed. I'm not sure what it is they're they're attracted to. My wife thinks there's in the bird feed, there's maybe some nuts or some fruit or something. I don't know what it is. But they will, they get very, very creative. So we have our bird feeders. One, two, three of them are on these poles that stick into the ground. We don't have a lot of grass in our backyard, but... There are poles that the bird feeders hang from, and these squirrels climb the poles. And so we've designed like little cone things that, you know, try to hinder, and that doesn't last very long. And then we put, I don't know if you know what a, what a slinky is, but we put uh, went on the internet and found that if you put slinkies on the poles, that it discourages the, the squirrels from, and that, that helps, but doesn't, anyway, they jump from high lofty grandeur places and land on the bird feeder and um so anyway we're we're at war with squirrels and um we've tried uh, red pepper we've tried placement we've tried contraptions and as i was thinking about that i okay so i'm super super spiritual because what happened is as i was thinking about that my mind went to this give ourselves continually we are we have been giving ourselves continually to try to discourage squirrels but what about this text we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word um we have been dead set against squirrels now i think squirrels are kind of cute and you know if i had a pet squirrel that might be a neat thing but uh, right now we're at war with squirrels and we don't mind letting you know that so um you also know that our ministry is called acorn global advance and in acorn we have three pillars united prayer or corporate prayer innovation and networking if there's one of those three that's really hard for people to grasp or people to even uh, get zealous about it's the prayer side I mean, I can talk if I'm at a conference and Dwight and I were just at a conference. Um, we can talk all day long about entrepreneurism and innovation and networking. You get to the prayer side and they go, oh, and it's like crickets. It's um, and I, as we were at this conference last week or this week, this this past few days, um, I was looking and there's young people and there's old people. And I'm wondering, OK, it, when these young people get to be old could they say that they gave themselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word? And I really am not trying to be condescending in this. I'm kind of even, I even thought about entitling this um, preaching to the choir 
because you guys are already sold on this. I'm not trying to sell you on anything, but I'm thinking it's in a conference of preachers and Christian workers. If you announce that there's going to be a, 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 a what do you call it, like a breakout or a workshop on God's word, it'll fill up. Or if there's a, a breakout or a conference on exposition, it'll fill up. If you say something about prayer, even amongst godly people, it seems like it's a hard sell. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking in many churches, there's a heavy emphasis on academic things. And the academic things might be the ministry of the word or um, how to interpret or how to um, how to exegete the scripture. And um, my question is, if we look at this Acts chapter 6 and verse 4, what are we missing? There seems to be very little emphasis on prayer. It almost seems like at this, even at this conference, these are godly, godly people. Many years in ministry. But if you talk about the ministry of the word, they're right with you. If you start talking about corporate prayer, they're they're thinking like, you know, I wonder what's for lunch. You know, what 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 what's that? What's next? So um so I did a little experiment and at this conference there were several mission board mission boards represented at this conference. And I started, I just walked around a little bit and looked at some of the material that's on their tables and and uh, I made a list of some of the things that are on the mission board. These are people that are involved in gospel advance. These are people that their business <laughs> and again, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I honestly am just trying to be introspective and evaluative, if that's a word. And um, so, but I started, so a list of the things that the mission boards put an emphasis on in their printed material, unity, money, so raising support, young people, youth, we want to reach the youth, credibility. We want to be have have be above board and and incredible and accountable. Even the matter of health, we want our missionaries to practice good health and have exercise and good diet and this type of thing. I saw one mission agency that even mentioned prayer, and yet Acts six four says we will give ourselves continually to prayer. And to the ministry of the word. So as you know, this this matter of united prayer is an uphill battle. Um, it's an uphill battle. So last, when did, when did we get home? Um, yesterday, when we got home, uh, I had a email that I opened from Randy Alcorn. And that's a, an American author, pastor, author, conference speaker. And he had a, the email was entitled, the article was entitled, there is a danger, there is a danger in worshiping the Bible instead of God. It was very interesting. It was very good. There's a Bible and there is a danger in worshiping the Bible instead of God. I'm not going to comment a whole lot. I agree with him. There's, but there's another uh, article on Bible.org called father son holy scripture instead of holy spirit and it kind of traces through history how it's very easy for us to take the emphasis off the holy spirit and put it on god's word 
and yet the Trinity is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So I'm just curious your thoughts. I, I'm just uh, wrestling through this, doing a mental mill type thing, wrestling through this. Um, the Bible says we are to give ourselves, the, the apostles would give themselves continually, and the word uh, in the Greek of give ourselves continually has to do with we're devoted to this. We will devote ourselves to this. And there's a a sense in which there is diligence to this. There's perseverance. If we think of a, of a army battalion maybe going up a hill, they have to, to, to reach the top of the hill and maybe take the hill. There is perseverance involved. There's the word means constantly diligent, give ourselves continually to be constantly diligent or to adhere closely. And I got thinking about some of the things that I am constantly diligent in and, and hearing closely. And sometimes if you, so in, in Colorado, when we lived there, uh, they would get blizzards or whiteouts and you were, I mean, you were on, you were sitting up on, if you're trying to drive through it, okay, you're looking for every every sign of the edge of the road you're trying to find that line you're trying to look for posts on the side you are giving diligence to look and i thought do i give diligence to prayer and to the ministry of the word um being constantly diligent i've been told recently by my doctor that i need to um i have high cholesterol therefore your diet needs to change you need to lose a little bit of weight and um exercise more so i've been very very diligent at my diet and at exercise am i as diligent at prayer and the ministry of the word i just want to encourage us how do we do this and how do we how do we encourage others to do this maybe even how can we be creative in doing this um if you think of an army climbing the hill maybe instead of going straight they think well if we go around that rock or around that group of trees and to reach the hill so they're creative not just diligent and maybe there ought to be some ways of conversation about how can we be creative to advance corporate prayer? How can we be creative to adhere closely to this? Uh, if an army is victorious in history books, uh, is it always just because of their brute strength or their, it could be because of their creativity that they won the battle. Um, I, one of the reasons I got thinking of this is, is Isaac Mbunda, who's on the prayer call today, um, wrote and asked about developing a, a WhatsApp group that would include many other people in Zambia and maybe even across Africa that would that would um, be talking about corporate prayer on WhatsApp. And I thought that's a great idea. That's creativity. Um, so if what we're doing is spiritual warfare, and it is. And we are to be engaged in this, and we are. If our adversary fears corporate prayer, as we know that he does, then we ought to be aggressive, and maybe even creatively aggressive. If corporate prayer is linked to revivals in history, as it is, then may we be diligent and encourage others to be diligent and be creative in this so we're doing this for the advance of the gospel we're not doing this just to have more people on our prayer to call or or to even have more people at our prayer meetings we're doing this for the advance of the gospel 
And so if you have any thoughts about creativity in this matter or aggression in this matter, uh, we don't know how many days we have left to live. We want to be as faithful. If, if we're going to be young and, and then old, when, when we get old, could we say that we have had given ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word? It's a two-winged airplane. Um, and I'm a pastor, so I'm a, I'm a preacher, so I, I, I see both. But it is very interesting that the prayer side seems to be the hardest sell of the equation. And uh, may it be that we look at all of our resources, and I've just entitled this Continual Creative Diligence. Continual Creative Diligence. Um, enjoy, even today, praying about um, the advance of God's people praying together for the glory of the Lord. That's the goal, the glory of the Lord and the advance of his kingdom. Amen.